Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Unfortunately, Strange broke Matt. He's been like this for hours. Days. We don't know, it might last weeks, but we're going to have the show. Welcome to Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk. (laughs) News and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talks. <laughs> Excelsior to you, Armin! We broke uh, the spell. We broke the spell. He's back. By the glory host of Argus! You actually get to see this movie at some point. How are you going to deal? I won't. I won't. I won't. Uh, we get to see what footage looks like of the movie. You've only played in your head hundreds of thousands of times. Yeah, I've next wanted week. this movie since I was 13, and next week I get my first look at it. Like, ah... Uh, like, when I was 13, I was like, this will never be a thing. This is dumb. Like, I'll be lucky to get the X-Men. Wait Skidish. for it. Here Benedict it is. Cumberbatch. Yeah, like, the one of the greatest actors of our generation playing, like, this obscure Marvel character. In a giant budget. In a giant, like, November hey, race. these people have won Oscars. Let's put them in the cast with you. It's okay. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, anyway, we'll talk more about that. But for now, uh, welcome back to uh, Marvel Movie News. It's our 77th show in all. Uh, we are the Marvel Movie News, coming to you live from the Sanctum Sanctorum today. I Sanctum think Sanctorum. Fair. I think fair. Where we tell you all the news from all the studios and why you should be as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us through the Popcorn Talk Network, YouTube forward slash Popcorn Talk Network, or their website, popcorntalknetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or on Facebook forward slash Marvel News Show. Uh, and guys, if you'll tweet a link out to our show, uh, telling people about the live chat and everything. Doom in the booth will retweet you! Doom wants to know what you thought was going through Matt's head as he sat frozen! <laughs> and also thought to watch the link. Please send us your yeah, thought bubbles. Yeah, send bubbles. us your thought bubbles. Create uh, the memes. <laughs> Doom demands memes. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm Matt Key at the Matt Key. We've got Koi at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. That's and me. today we are joined by the wonderful, the effervescent, Amy Dallin. Hello! Thank you so much for having me. Uh, and hello, your, chat. I saw many highs from you, and you guys are great. What's your Twitter? Uh, Enthusiamy. E-N-T-H-U-S-I-A-M-Y. And uh, how is that web show going that you uh, told us about last time? How's that going? Really well. We did our first season. It was a short season, but we got a lot of great stuff out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Future Girl. It's a silly sci-fi show. You guys were so great to share it with your audience. Oh, of and course. Everyone Why has would been we really not? kind, and it was so much fun, and we're working on Oh, how exciting. Well, uh, we've got a lot to talk about today, Uh, so let's dive in, shall we? Let's. Let's. Uh, Cloak and Dagger! What? What? Out of nowhere. What? Random morning news. How how about that? Like, I woke up this morning and was like, I wonder what today holds for me. Oh, Cloak and Dagger, apparently. Like Like, you do. Like, who... 
<laughs> what a wonderful time for nerds to be alive! Like on ABC Family or Freeform as they call yeah. it now. Like, uh, which is the worst name for a network ever? Like, yeah. why call it that? But like, whatever. Okay, you're <laughs> giving us cloak and dagger. We can't judge them for their weird. Diet. It sounds yeah. like a weird like monthly medicine. It yeah. does. Take your Freeform. Like, take, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're ill, take Freeform. It feels Talk like to a doctor very, about yeah. Freeform. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like side effects may include cloak and dagger. <laughs> but like, honestly, like they could call their network like Juggle Balls. Like, if they're giving me cloak and dagger, I'm gonna watch Juggle Balls. Yeah, very like, different type happening. of cloak and dagger if it was on Juggle Balls. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, when she disappears Touché. into that cloak on Juggle Balls. <laughs> Just say it's a different network. Just say. Totally different network. You're okay. right. Just uh, uh, don't watch Jungle Ball. That show's already been made. You can find that all over the internet. Uh, uh, is but, that uh, dirty enough for you? Uh, uh, she wants to cloak his dagger. Hey, uh, moving on uh, to uh, moving on. Uh, so we're adults. Oh mercy! I can't believe we get to do this job. This is great. This is so. What They're a making a world. cloak and dagger television show, guys. And like it, the technology is good enough now that with the budget it'll probably have, they can do it pretty cool. Yeah, like, so. it's got a lot of potential. So let's let's tell people about cloak and dagger because they're they're obscure. Like talk about obscure with but cloak and dagger. So great. No, they're wonderful. But it it's it's uh, so it's Tandy Bowen mm-hmm. and Tyler Johnson. All right, am I saying it? like uh, uh, let me look. He's Ty. Uh, what's his full name? Is Tyrone. Tyrone. Yeah. I look. I had. A, I had a look. It's Tyrone. Uh, but um, it, uh, uh, they. So there are two origins for them. Uh, the Ultimates, I think, is probably the one they're going to go for because okay, that'll see, bring uh, in like Roxxon and everything no else. Ultimate. Okay, that's, so uh, they were good. Yeah. So in the Ultimates, they uh, uh, Tyrone and Tandy are high school like sweethearts. They're in love with each other. They're on their way to prom. They get in a bad car accident. Roxxon kidnaps them, and is like, "We're going to perform." Uh, like dark matter experiments on you, and that's where they get their powers. It was a really cute arc because, like, they, they set up the prom so endearingly, and they're yeah. so in love and happy. And then you fall in love with these characters, and then they're like, ah, ha, 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 and they rip them away from you and turn them into experiments. Like, it's a really messed. You just up... describe this as a really cute arc. It's adorably dark. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You it, like it's it, it you rot you torture through it because you're like they were so happy. Oh my yeah. god. So read it. It's good. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, but uh, they they get experience, and in uh, the original uh, by Bill Mantlo, it's um, uh, they they are it's a Spider Man comic I think where they were first in, uh, introduced so. like mm-hmm. Peter Parker. This is a Miles Morales book is the new one, and Peter Parker and Spider Man in the late eighties early nineties was the original. Yeah, and uh, they are um, th- it's again experimentation, but it's a uh, uh, criminals. Uh, it's a, it's a mafia organization led by the Spider Man uh, criminal uh, Silvermane. And they're trying to f- create like a bigger, better form of heroin. Mm-hmm. Like, like you do, you know. And you use line. runaway yeah. teenagers, like uh-huh. you do. And they're both runaways. But Tandy is from like a wealthy supermodel, supermodel mother, and uh, Tyrone is from like the streets. The streets. So it's a really and cool. And they're both like, runaways. They meet Romeo you know, and Juliet meets, yeah. you know, heroin dealing. But, but here's here's what I like about these two characters. Here and here's the thing that I've always very much liked about the characters. They need each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because, so, like, uh, Cloak's powers are that he uh, he becomes, like, this strange, like, shadow form. Uh, and then he adopts the Cloak to hide his, like, somewhat frightening shadow form visage. Because mm. people are like, oh, my God, you're just a walking shadow. <laughs> so he's like, here's a Cloak. I'll call myself Cloak. <laughs> uh, but with that power, he's, like, intangible. He's, I mean, he has a body. He is an actual body, but he's intangible 
because uh, things pass through him into the Dark Force dimension. Yeah. Uh, but he can also throw criminals into the Dark Force dimension, which is kind of like this <laughs> extra-dimensional prison that he carries around with him. As, as his you cloak, do. As not you do. Not weird at all. Yeah, not weird at all. Uh, unfortunately, with that power comes, like, an exceptional hunger for light, because, like, he's such a dark entity. Like, light kind of never really is in him. Uh, and that's where he needs Dagger, because Dagger is a being that actually absorbs light so much, she has to give it off yeah. every so often. Otherwise, she'll like become too filled with it and kind of explode or something like that. So they need each other. I love the symbi- symbiosis like, of them. They're, that, that's really what cute. I've always loved about them. Like when, and, and in the regular Marvel Universe, they're... There's there's always like a romantic tension there, but they yeah. aren't always played as a straight romance. They're yeah. just sort of like they're partners and best friends, and you get different shades of it. It sounds from the TV announcement like they're going straight up star-crossed lovers kind yeah. of deal, um, which is cool too. Like that can work. But I always liked that Cloak and Dagger weren't necessarily just like like they have more going on than just romantic coupledom. They're like they're a, they're a very complicated. Couple, which I think is really cool because they could play it very simply, like they're in love, those wacky teens. Yeah. But it's like no, like they struggle. They have a lot of hard times with each other. There are more than a few stories where like they've been separated. One of my favorite like just stories like in Marvel is the Marvel Knights one uh, with Clo- with the, with Cloak and Dagger at the very center of it, mm-hmm. and it's like Punisher's in it, Daredevil's in it, like Black Widow's in it. Black Widow and Dagger become like super besties. Dude, I need to read that. That sounds like awesome. you know the the shirt that I wear sometimes with Doctor Strange and his astral form coming out. That's Marvel Knights number mm-hmm. seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a Casada art, and uh, that's the one where they go to Doctor Strange because Cloak is out of control, and he's just like, "You're a bad guy. You're a bad guy." And they're like, "Whoa, whoa, easy, dude, buddy. Calm, whoa. calm down." And it turns out like he's possessed. I think by Nightmare or something like that. But I, I like think he pulls they... in like Daredevil and Black Widow. Oh man, I can't remember the other person. Oh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight's in this. Ooh. He pulls all three of them into his cloak. They're like, "Cloak, you've got to stop." He's like, "Screw you!" Three of them into his cloak. <laughs> they can't get out. They can't figure out how to get out. And Daredevil's senses don't work in his dimension. Oh right, that makes so sense. So Daredevil's like very literally blind, and Black Widow knows who he is and uh, knows his problems. But Moon Knight's like, "Why are you acting like a blind man, Daredevil?" <laughs> He's like, "Because uh, I uh, stuff." Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great and they they have to get Doctor Strange and like Cloak and Doctor Strange have this epic fight and he's like Dark Force and Strange is like oh crap like <laughs> like he actually takes on Doctor Strange it's pretty epic it's, I, I I'm excited want, for it I want young unknowns I actually want yeah. like, I don't even yeah, want to fan cast it I want two kids that are young and in love maybe off screen or on screen I yeah. want like 15 year olds like 16 year I want to feel the pathos of these guys because you're going to be on ABC I you're going to want if it's on ABC, the perk is you can have that love story be the core of it, and yeah. and then have the layers because it's on that network. Uh, I don't know Freeform, I don't know ABC Family, whichever you want to call it, but it's a cool way to have a new love story with a superhero flavor, mm-hmm. and they're great characters that wouldn't have gotten a show otherwise. So I'm well, excited. And like, and because they need each other, they when they have fights, they have to make up. Like they have to make yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, what were you going to oh, say? I, I was just going to say, I, I really loved, uh, one of my favorite uses of Cloak and Dagger was in that later arc of Brian K. Vaughn's Runaways. Mm. Uh, where I didn't read that one. Oh, I love it. Essentially, like, Cloak and Dagger and a couple of other sort of former, like, teen-type heroes, like, they kind of come and have an intervention with the Runaways, where they're sort of like, you guys are, are making bad life decisions. Kids need 
you know, like, you, if you need somebody to talk to, like, we've been there. We've That's awesome. literally like been That's there. That's awesome. And it's this wonderful little, like, mentorship thing that just crops up in the course of that, that a later storyline in with the Runaways, who are some of my favorite characters of all time. Yeah, uh, Brian K. Vaughn is so good. And it's funny because, like, you know, I love a, like, a, a real big screen runaways like we've talked about for years but mm-hmm. now it's sort of like what if you do Cloak and Dagger and a couple years down the line you do ABC Family that. Runaways yeah. like, oh my god <laughs> Runaways and then you bring in well. Power Pack like yeah. oh my god on Freeform just younger, younger yes. generations oh of comic god. fans just or, or dude Disney XD should have Power yeah, they Pack should totally have power they should pack. totally have a live action Power Pack on Disney <laughs> How XD How Disney hasn't done that yet or they're working on it Disney get Disney, on it I know you watch our show get on it uh-huh. The one at the power pack, I think Lightspeed also shows up in that Runaways arc, like as one of the former. That's really? when they first sort of aged her into a teenager. Oh, and that's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I like Brian K. Vaughn. I'll have to go back. Mandalorian gamer. I like Blake Lively for Dagger, but I think she's a little old. She's I a little think, old. I think yeah. That, uh, Blake Lively. Uh, eight years go. ago. And Michael B. Jordan eight years ago would have been great. Yeah, but they're they're probably going to cast like seventeen year old the yeah. oldest. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, so Cloak and Dagger. Yay, that's exciting. Uh, real quick, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds uh, closes a deal for the sequel. That's now official. Um, uh, also, the Blu-ray will be coming out on May, May 10th. 10th. <laughs> May 10th. It'll be unavailable from May 10th I'm, to like May 20th, right? Yeah, May 9th, midnight on. Don't know where I'll be, but it'll be Deadpool related. Yeah, it'll be Deadpool related. <laughs> so um, excited. So, uh, uh, let's move over to Civil War real quick. Uh, news broke this week that Alfre Woodard uh, is in Civil War and in Luke Cage. Um, so uh, apparently, so remember when Age of Ultron came out uh, and they had their red carpet premiere going on? Um, uh, that uh, where we found out that Evan, no, not Evangeline Lilly, she's was. Um, Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini and Julie Delpy were on the cast list, not the special guest list. And everyone was like, wait, who are they? And like speculation started up like, is Linda Cardellini Captain Marvel? Like, you know, all that stuff. And then it turns out Hawkeye's wife and uh, like uh, uh, the red w- the red room mm-hmm. like teacher yeah. for Black Widow, uh, Alfred Woodard is on the um, cast list for Civil War. All of the Daredevil actors are on the special guests now uh, cast list or uh, list, but she's on the cast list. So speculation is like, wait, is she doing? Like, do we have like a Luke Cage crossover? Turns out, no. Mm. Turns out, no. She's casting she two people. She's casting two separate people in the Marvel that? universe. So she's the only mutant in regular of Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're having some technical issues, everybody. So Corey's trying sounds. to fix it. Yeah. So if we seem a little distracted, that's uh, we're doing a few things at once. Um, but uh, is that better? Oh, is that better? Blissful silence. Can there it is. Do I? Am I? Oh, yeah, you sound better. Okay. Sound better. <laughs> hey, all right. Good. Good. I is that better? Listeners, I just about. got a stroke. Scoot it, boo. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you, Doom. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, guys. The, uh, the, the sound waves appreciate your assistance. There was a lot of white noise that was a lot louder than white noise should be. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, apparently she was cast in Civil War before she was cast in Luke Cage. Oh, really? And uh, so, like, who was it? Screen Crush, I think, uh, was the... They said this could actually be a sign of how little the two divisions of Marvel talk makes me sad is that like Marvel TV maybe didn't even know she was in Civil War when they cast her not that it would have been that big of a deal Uh, and maybe they did and they were like no screw it who cares like she's the perfect for this part you know like we're not going to say no to this juicy awesome part for her because she had a small part in Civil War in Civil War however she appears to be taking the role of Miriam Sharp she hasn't been given a character name yet 
But remember in Civil War when the Stamford accident mm-hmm, happened, that huge. mother... Spoilers for Civil War 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't read it yet... Uh, uh, bad it, shit happens. Yeah. Uh, if, if you haven't read it yet, somewhere around page five, <laughs> yeah. the Stamford incident happens and sets everything off. Uh, but um, the mother in that was named Miriam Sharp, the one who goes to Iron Man's like, you've got to fix this. This is your fault. Yeah. Alfred Woodard plays that role, and she had a son who was overseas in Sokovia and died in that whole incident. So that's why Alfred Woodard is on the cast. So. Exciting. Yeah, Less you know. exciting than Daredevil being there, though. <laughs> Daredevil season three. I'm waiting. <laughs> Uh, so also we have a quick little picture to show you of Black Panther and Winter Soldier fighting. I just thought it was cool. Thought we should take a look at it. Uh, uh, we will we will pull it up here in a second. Um, I've got to get better at ordering these <laughs> images. It's just so. moments of dead time. It's just us sitting and it's here. On me. It's on sanctum, me. Just I just, like... It's on me. But yeah, I, th- I thought that was a cool picture. It's, it's, a, so it's a behind the scenes picture, and you can see the two Russo brothers like. Uh, uh, Anthony Russo's off to the side with his uh, uh, camo shorts, and then Joe's like getting in their face. But ugh, come on, like I just I'm so excited. Camera people really do the hands. Like, yeah, just all you the time. See it. They you gotta, can. You gotta yeah, see you through. Like, okay, yeah, it worked. But it works. It works. Yeah. I've done stuff. Yeah, it works. Awesome. Anyway, excited. I mean, you can't really tell anything that we can't already tell from the trailers. Like, oh, you mean Winter Soldier and Black Panther fight? He Whoa. catches him? I thought they just chased each other. Yeah. <laughs> All I've so, seen is the chase. But there is something to be said for, oh my god, I can't wait to see what they're filming here. Like, I can't wait yeah. to see what this shot actually yes. looks like on film. So, one month, guys. I've been we're so close. excited for Black Panther for we're so close. long that we're a month away. is just so yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. Do you guys already have your tickets? I mean, I got a job so I can see these movies a hundred yeah, times, that's man. That's actually true. Yeah, that's true. I, I, got you have built, like, I got built-in tickets for the next year or yeah. so. Oh, man, you have a great job. Do you already have your tickets? Do not have the... T- oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Good, good. Totally good. forgot. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, LCAP, right here. LCAP? Oh, yeah. man, LCAP VIP seats. I'll probably nice. be seeing it at 7 p.m. or whatever the earlier show is on Thursday, and then I'll see it at my work the next yeah. day, because yeah. I don't want to see it like... With food and I want to like, yeah, yeah. No, That's the I, sound of I can't, I can't do a, the Thursday night openings. No, yeah. I, I don't like it for some reason. Like I, I feel like the like audience, I like the crowd, I like the people, I like the zeal. Like I, I just feel like I'm cheating. I feel like an opening movie is supposed to be Friday. Interesting. I could see that. Uh, I, I don't know why. I work it's, on Friday, and I, I, I don't want to go to work without having seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to know worst. anything, and I can't avoid the internet for a full day. I know that about myself. <laughs> yeah. And also, you lovely fans are so good at twi- like tweeting me that I know <laughs> I can't. That Spider Man like picture was was at me before I'd seen the trailer by like an hour. I was like, yeah. guys, so I'm gonna see it. Uh, and actually, yeah. I'll probably let you guys know where and when I see it if you're in LA because yeah. it'd be cool to meet. Yeah, Doom has no uh, moral qualms with seeing it the night before. <laughs> Doom has no moral qualms. Yeah, like, that's, just that end is the true. sentence right there. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I know I'm seeing it at what I'm calling Cap at the Cap. Uh, cap Cap. Cap Cap. Uh, the El Cap America. <laughs> so, uh, New Mutants. This is just a rumor. This is madness, though, this rumor. Right? It's so cool. It's so cool. Uh, New Mutants has apparently cast two of the characters already. I think the script is mostly done. This dropped They're, an hour after I finished the show. Yeah, I was driving yeah. home. I remember I had a call and be like, "Hey, uh, did you report that the milk happened at three <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> think, yeah. So here are the names: Storm is apparently in it, and it's Alexander Ship reprising her role, which to me says 
she turns good by the end of Apocalypse. Like, spoiler. But if this is all. true... If, if she doesn't, I was planning to burn the theater down. Yeah, I yeah, can't imagine exactly, just be like, exactly. yeah, Storm, real meaning. She's like one of the <laughs> leaders of the X-Men. And I mentioned Jean Grey uh, as a leader over Mystique last week, and someone corrected me that it should be Storm. I agree. Storm over Mystique or Jean Grey. Yeah. Storm Thank forever. you. Forever. Totally yeah. good call. Uh, but the two new names that we have, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, who was in The Witch, which I didn't see, um, but we, I know we've got a picture oh, of her. Oh, she's amazing. Really I just saw The Witch last night. Well, who is she? Magic. Oh my god, she's perfect! Ily- look at oh, Ileana so Rasputin. Are you serious? Dude, I saw The Witch look last night. Look at this! Night. Yes! Ileana Rasputin? Dude, I, she is so captivating exciting. for like an hour and 45 minutes. You're just like, tell me more about this girl. I don't know who she is, but she's awesome. I'm. That's amazing. Go yeah. see The Witch. Anya ta- no, I, I want to. I want oh, to. Oh, yes! Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Again, rumor, none of it's confirmed. For all I know, it's all just, like, wishful thinking because she would be so good at it. I during the credits, like, hey, what is this girl doing? She seems amazing. That's amazing to me. I'm just having all the nerdgasms right now. Yeah, and I I had to pull that picture because she has the eye of Agamotto. So that's magic in her current incarnation. Uh, It's... She was doing some secret training with Strange, like you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, like you do. If she's like over 18, do. I really hope that outfit's a thing. Just saying. <laughs> I don't know how old the girl is, but man, that's... I'm really but, excited about this casting choice. But dude, get ready to get even more excited. Ben Foster? <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> Maisie Williams, uh, Arya Stark herself as Ronnie Sinclair. Yeah, Sinclair. she's no Ben Foster. Oh, come I, on. I can't handle this rumor. Come I want on. it to be true so bad. How perfect is she as Wolfsbane? Yeah, that's I really cool. Wolfsbane like, Wolf, so like Wolfsbane is such a dynamic character, too. She's, like, so torn. She's like, I can turn into a werewolf and, like, save the world and murder people, but I feel awful because I'm Catholic and I've got that Catholic guilt and I don't want to murder people. I don't want to have this gift, but I have it and I need to use it. Like, I think it's that I'm a werewolf. Like, yeah. She's not, for the record, she's not a werewolf, but... But she like has like lupine yeah. powers where she can kind of wolf out a bit. Yeah, um, yeah. I like I saw that and was like, well, I hope this is. It, anything, Sorry about me just losing my mind during no, the whole. No, but session. anything like, less than this being true. Jam, like, are they really? Uh, yes, I got real upset. It was the first thing I started. Like, I I got really Generation X was like my gateway comic. Yeah, um, I love Generation X. And I had X. them all fairly quickly because there weren't that many of them. Yeah. Uh, and the next thing, because I was like, well, X Men, I'll never be able to own all of those. Mm-hmm. The next thing I went to was New Mutants, oh and my I got God. like and super obsessed. And it's weird because like all these characters have taken a lot of journey since those years. But like yeah. the the early '80s New Mutants will always be no, the versions awesome. of them that I love. Like I uh, I bought New Mutants number one in St. Louis this past week. Aww. For like twenty five bucks, like the guy was like really cool. I was like, oh, oh, you got cash. I'll, I'll make a deal with you. But oh, like, yeah. a lot of it is terrible and doesn't hold up well. They team up with the yeah. motorcycle Team America people, which is yeah. a thing that like I fr- frequently forget exists. <laughs> like and that was one important early storyline. Like I don't think the movie's going to involve discovering like a lost Roman city in the jungle. Yeah, um, probably but, not. Like, but I love these characters so much. And I want Generation X so bad. And we're even talking about these characters. Oh, my God. Like, I I, I've, been, out of that book. I've been wanting Robert Pattinson in his chamber so hard. Real? Whoa. Think about it. Like, he's just, like, He's good at this, this fan casting thing. Think about Robert Pattinson. Like, it's just, like, he exudes this charm. The voice is really specific. He's, he's a really too, good actor when he's down in Twilight. He's really handsome. He's, like, classically handsome. And I want, like, dark hair, broody musician British. But I think this part of him is very broody. All right, all right. Maybe I'm I just, just haven't seen the I right think... archives. Like, I for me, it's because like Cedric Diggory is such a conflict from gotcha. Donald in every. Have you way. seen the guy Guy Pearce movie he did? Mm-hmm. Uh, he did the this movie The Rover that that's incredible. It's this Australian outback film, and and Pattinson steals the show from Guy Pearce. Oh. Like literally, you want Pattinson back, and you're like Guy Pearce can go. What movie is that? What movie is that? The Rover. Uh, and that was the movie Damn, that sold perfect. me on Pattinson, and then really? that's why I think he'd be a good chamber. Okay, check okay. it out, guys. For. Yeah. Uh, 
I hate to uh, be the bearer of any bad news, but I am doomed. So yes, thank <laughs> you. Um, 20th Century Fox has denied. Oh, have they? Okay. They've Sorry. Said, Sorry. Sorry, everybody. The truth. Oh, I, wa I wondered it about it because be, it was too good to be true. It could be a misdirect. Three for three, not true? Uh, they denied everything. Oh. Well, I mean, Storm has already been cast, so they're not saying that she's been fired from X-Men Apocalypse. But they are but, saying that Maisie Williams saying, and yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy, eh, well, it was a fun rumor. Oh. Man, I was so and happy. And that's why we reported really it five minutes. as a rumor. But... <laughs> You guys got to see us real happy and real, like instantly that whole, I didn't know any of that. They just, ah, and, oh. I, but, do, I do feel bad for what it's worth. No, but you are doomed, so that's what you have to do. And I'm glad that you did it because we don't want to tell yeah, bad news. Yeah, like, that's why I reported as a rumor, not confirmed. Uh, but I, I remember reading it and thinking, this is almost too good to be true. <laughs> this is like a perfect fan cast. Yeah, yeah. so. Eh. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, any late, let's jump on to Guardians of the Galaxy 2 for another rumor that's not confirmed it was comicbook.com uh comicbookmovie.com that broke this one uh three names came out only one of them i feel like is important like the other two were like oh yeah like they're names of people in the ravagers okay whatever uh elizabeth debecky though is apparently playing a character named aisha who is the female version of adam warlock and believes that she and adam warlock are supposed to mate to create a perfect like cosmic race um so adam warlock's basic story is that he was created by the enclave uh to be the perfect human and then he kind of went rogue and ran off and they're like well we should make a perfect female human as well so they created aisha and she has all the same powers and everything else as, as uh, adam warlock so that would be kind of exciting I don't know what the repercussions of that would be. I don't know if that means that maybe Kurt Russell is actually Adam Warlock and, like, Aisha is his wife. That like, that was one of my... I was like, wait, wait, what? It, like, But I don't see Kurt Russell as Adam Warlock. But yeah. then I haven't seen him in Adam Warlock makeup. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to think. Uh, but I, I do think that they are probably playing around with some... with her being some version of Adam Warlock in a way. It does make sense. Interesting. And that, that like... Whether or not they use faithful versions of those mm -hmm. characters, like they they like to draw names from mm -hmm. this this particular branch of cosmic heritage in Marvel, so it makes a lot of sense. Well, and like just in all honesty, it allows us to have like another powerful female character, which we need. Like we yeah, don't have the balance is not there. We don't have enough of them, and that's I mean that's due in large part to the fact that these comics, these stories were all created in a time where that made more sense. It was like, oh yeah, I'm a white guy, sure, I'm a white guy, I'm gonna make him a white guy. But like, we don't, when you look out the window, you don't see that world anymore. So right. we've gotta fix that, and this is a way to address that by having like, oh, well we don't need a male version of Adam Warlock, we've gotta, why introduce him? We've got Aisha. So, oh, interesting, and the idea is just replacing the sort of canon role with the female version. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, call her Aisha Warlock, whatever, like. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I like I would be I would be like in like Elizabeth DeBecky, like long blonde hair, she's really tall, like yeah, I, I would buy her as Golden Goddess. As Golden Goddess Warlock, sure. Do it, you know. So, um I I, th I that was what got me excited about that particular rumor. Again, don't know if it's true. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Maybe like Doom is going to ruin it for us in 2 minutes. Uh <laughs> but um yeah. 
Yeah, More I, I Googling of sadness. <laughs> sad Google. Oh. Doom is going to sad Google today. Let me today. ruin your day. <laughs> I am Doom. I was so excited because I literally just saw the witch. And I was just like, this girl's going places. And then you're like, Ileana. And I was like, she's gone places. <laughs> nope. Nope. Negated. But you know what's funny? Me and you. But you know what's kind of funny is that like, if they don't cast them as any as either one of those roles, I'm gonna be like, well, you're not that rumor. Yeah, it could have been. Aww. Like, if they were like, you can't hold it against <clears throat> whoever gets the gig. You if gotta... they were like, we got Jennifer Lawrence back and she's playing magic, I'll be like, eh, I mean, I, I guess I mean, she's okay, been, you know, but it could have been Anya Taylor Joy. That's how I feel anytime Ben, ben Foster isn't cast, like every time for yeah. any role. Yeah, like, for any role, could be cloak and dagger. I'd be about it. <laughs> playing both roles, cloak and dagger. Uh, oh so we do have some really big Iron Fist news that I want to get to real fast. Colleen Wing was cast. Uh, she is Jessica Henwick, uh, who you have all seen. She's one of the uh, uh, Sand Sisters from Game of Thrones. Actual Game of Thrones casting news. For uh-huh. real this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, this is 100% confirmed uh, by Marvel. Uh, and she was also the uh, one of the fighter pilots in uh, 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 Force Awakens. This is so exciting to me. And uh, she, this, she is now Colleen Wing. That's cool. Yeah. And she, I think uh, she owns a dojo. Um, and so in the, in the, yeah, this is her, I think it's Namiria Sand is this, uh, the Sand Snakes. Um, so, but, uh, she owns a dojo, uh, Colleen Wing in the comics, was she ever like actual girlfriend to Danny Rand? Like, I don't feel I like don't she Iron Fist so. that well. I don't feel like she was. I like, it feels like they, maybe there was like some romance between them, but I don't think it was actually she like. She dated Cyclops for a while. Yeah, that's right. And the X Men, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's why the name sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah. Was that when they like were like on that weird Magneto Island? Mm, early eighties. I think Jean was dead at the time. Yeah. Uh, I think they were that. like. I think they were like on that weird like island thing that Magneto had, where they discovered it like it was abandoned. Then Magneto. Anyway, the like, asteroid or the island? No, the I think island. The eighties was the asteroid. No, but th- there was a there was an island before there was an asteroid. <laughs> this is X Men comics, you guys. Yeah, yeah, this is what it's like to read X Men. Are they an island or an asteroid? I don't know. Maybe yeah. it the island went to the space and became an asteroid. Don't worry about yeah, it. It's X-Men. Asteroid island. Well, that asteroid, like, sorry. Now I'm like, well, literally, that that asteroid base became an island much decades later, and that's Utopia, and that's a whole other can of worms. And that just yeah. recently went away, ish, yeah. again. Um, it, yeah, it's it's just the it's hanging out there. It's just abandoned. Yeah, the right? X Men are really a fun mess. Visited Bay, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the X-Men are a ago, fun, like, fun mess. I yeah. love the X-Men for that reason. Um, yeah, so we've, we've got Jessica Henwick. Uh, I don't know if she's ever been a girlfriend, but she'll probably be a bit of a romantic interest in, in Iron Fist. But she's always been like a but it's, big... But it's him and Misty, and she and Misty are best friends. So yeah. I feel like... Yeah, and Misty Knight, we're going to meet in Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know. I'm very excited about this. And like, you know, like we need more Asian Americans or just Asians in general in yeah. film. And, uh, and television, and, and uh, she is one. So, uh, I am very excited for that casting. I was like, yep, she is Colleen Wing. Yeah, I buy it. Perfect. I'm on board. I'm it's so on board casting. for it. Yeah, it's perfect casting. Uh, and that's what Marvel does. They're like, hey, do you want perfect casting? Come to us, because that's what we do. Yeah. So That's why we believe those rumors. No, that was Fox, though. <laughs> yeah, that was Fox. But, like, they, they're good at casting, too. Like, Oscar Isaac, oh, my God. Like, I buy him as Apocalypse. Yeah. Like, I'm so excited for we'll that. We'll find out. Yeah. 
We'll see. <laughs> we'll see, Maxie. I'm not sold. I'm Cole Jadro. Hey, ben I Foster would be better as Apocalypse. That he's apocalypse. Dude, Ben Foster's Apocalypse be incredible. <laughs> oh my god. Go watch Alpha Dog and tell me that's not Apocalypse. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so let's jump over to Luke Cage. Uh, so uh, I got to do Wizard World St. Louis this past weekend, and I got to talk to Mike Coulter and Charlie Cox and Eldon Henson. So cool. It was. I'm not gonna lie, it was really cool, and I got to talk to Elizabeth Hinstridge. Uh, awesome. She gave me a hug after the panel and thanked me for doing such a good panel. I was like, I love you. <laughs> he whispered uh, sweetly in her ear. Yeah, and she was like, Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, studio audience. Uh, she very quickly ran away after I said that. Uh, no, <laughs> what's amazing is that like all of them were charming, but all of, like in their own like way. And Mike Coulter, by the way, my height. He's my height. And also my height across his shoulders. Like, he is an intimidating dude, man. That's he's amazing. He's an intimidating <laughs> man. Amazing. Like, I saw him walking down the hall. I was like, I don't think I can talk to him. <laughs> Luke Cage is here. Yeah, you like, just assume he, Kristen Ritter's tiny and that he's, like, Kristen normal Ritter size. Kristen Ritter is a very, like, very tall woman. She's really tall, yeah. Kristen really? Ritter is impossibly 5'11", tall. I think, right? Yeah, Kristen Ritter's, like, six feet. She's a very tall person. And she oh doesn't look at... She doesn't look at next to him. Yeah. And, like... She drinks at my coffee I, shop. And when she I, came in, I was like, Kristen Ritter's a... Very. She's like Amazonian. She's awesome. That's I very, amazing. I very rarely can see anybody in the eye. Like I've got two or three friends. Oh, you've just like, seen the tops of everyone's heads. Yeah, Aww. yeah. Like everyone is short to me because I'm six five. So I'm like, oh, hello, everybody. Uh, he and I were like, hello, Mike Coulter. How are you? My name is Matt. I'm moderating your panel. Like, oh, he, he just is... did the greatest melty face. People listening can't tell. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, what? Uh, but he was. I mean, he is a very nice guy. He was a really nice guy. Uh, and I, the very first question I asked him was. Um, Please tell me that there's an episode where you just drive around on your Harley and say Sweet Christmas over and over. <laughs> and he goes, well, uh, I'm sorry, there's actually not, I don't have my Harley in this ep- in any of these because I'm a black man in Harlem trying to lay low, uh, so I don't have that. But I do say Sweet Christmas a lot. And I was like, yes! So good! It's a good compromise. Yeah, I, I'll that. take it, I'll take it. But he also, he also added... Um, that uh, there's a lot of badass stuff and that we should all prepare for badassery. And uh, he said, um, one of the studio, someone in the studio, uh, uh, audio, or studio audience, someone in the audience asked him if the backstory will be addressed. And he said, um, he, I think we show it in a really cool way. He, uh, Luke wasn't trying to be a superhero. The series is about him growing into that. That's so awesome. So, um, and I asked him about Heroes for Hire and if, if he's going to start taking money for it. And he said something along the lines of... Um, well, he doesn't make money any other way. Cool. So I actually think we might start dipping into like he's starting a taste of to heroes for hire. Yeah, like a taste of the heroes for hire, that's and then he kind of started like leading that into the defenders a little bit and talking about you know that's how everyone comes together. So how's uh, how's Charlie Cox? Super nice, Aww. super nice. Um, he and Eldon have like this great relate. Like seeing them walk, like they were walking the halls together and everything, and like. They're like good, like they're very That's legitimately awesome. good friends. Like That's really amazing. cool with each other. They were trading jokes back and forth. Um, one of the someone in the audience asked them uh, to embarrass each other and like, what's the thing that's the most annoying about what they do? And um, Eldon said that Charlie Cox drinks a lot of protein shakes, and you never want to stand down one from him when he does. <laughs> oh my god! Probiotics, Char- bro. Charlie Cox was like, "Oh man, are you serious? I've never heard that." But oh man, are you serious? Like you super embarrassed by it. And uh, I'm trying to remember what. I think Charlie Cox is with Eldon Henson would come in and Charlie would be like, hey, so I have this idea for in this scene doing this and this and he'll tell the whole thing and then Eldon will say, yeah, I really haven't read 
<laughs> that scene yet? And then Char- Charlie said, and then I would always ask, well, have you read the script? And he'd be like, I've read some of it. <laughs> so he's like, that was Ellen's most annoying thing. Uh, but like, yeah, those two guys were... Uh, and like... Uh, Charlie did like two, like, I think you, I want to say like at least a month, but maybe two months of blind training. Oh, that's incredible. He does like, such a good job, man. I'm always like, so impressed. Like, like uh, someone who is visually impaired asked him that from the audience. And he's like, well, like I worked with like oh, a incredible. visually impaired, like communicator who like works with people in that capacity. And he went to classes with him. He videotaped him doing things and tried to catch on to all of Because he's so it, different so. in his other roles, man. Like Casanova, yeah. that Heath Ledger yeah. movie, and, and Stardust. Like, he's such a different guy. So yeah. when, he's, when he's Daredevil, I'm always like, Bruh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, we've uh, we've got to move on because we've got some big discussion stuff coming <laughs> oh, up. There's no. uh, too much good stuff know, this week. Yeah, it's a big week. Compared to last week. I had people call in. It was awesome. Oh, man. I, I, I want to do that so bad. Hey, people call in. I talked to oh, I talked so to audience awesome. members in was that, Vegas and awesome. stuff. Yeah. Was that uh, Colt Badeau that, uh, that suggested that? Yep, Colt Badeau's brilliance. Colt Badeau. Out there in the Star Jammer. East, East Coast producer broadcasting from the Star Jammer. What? You uh, know someone on the Star Jammer? Yeah. yeah, Colt Badeau. He's up there with uh, Captain Marvel's cat, Chewie. He might be Scott's awesome. dad. We don't know. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, anyway, Zach, you wanted to say something about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I believe? Um, yeah, I mean, this just real quick, this week was a fun one. They it was missed, a great they, episode They misled me with the title Space Time, because I thought we were going to get Manifold. Oh, uh, my God, you're right! Oh, uh, I want Manifold so bad! Wow. But we well, we got some very interesting stuff, especially on the Inhuman side, because they're basically implying that in the MCU, the Inhumans are designed and their powers are picked by choice but not necessarily a choice but there is a method to the madness it's not just random like mutants um and with and lash became lash he's no longer andrew he's just lash and hive is committing to all kinds of hijinks it looks like next week next week we're gonna get the full tentacle headed Hive. Oh my god. Um, oh my and god. So we spent a long time talking about that over on our sister network, AfterBuzz TV. So if you go over there, you can see the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after show with me and Jesse Klein and Megan Salinas and uh, Yell Teagle stopped by this week. But we had nice. a blast digging into all of that and the potential of a Lash versus Hive finale. Yeah, and that's I, I think that's where they're leading. Like I, I think that's where it's got to lead. And I do think that it's awesome that they're bringing in that whole like Inhumans, like the Terragenesis gives the Inhuman society what they need. Mm. You know how it's like, oh, we need more janitors. Well, let's make more guys who can like clean things. Like, like that's what, like Terragenesis is almost like this sort of like self conscious process. Yeah. Like the sort of like um, the unspoken self consciousness of the society as a whole. And it's like, oh, we need uh, we need more people in the military because we sense, like we the Inhuman self consciousness sense that war is coming. Uh, so like more pe- more inhumans who can fly and shoot things out of their fingers are born. Like so I, I think that's really cool that they're dipping into that in Agents of Shield. So uh, anyway, let's leave all of that behind and let's discuss some stuff. I know everyone wants to hear about Doctor Strange. <laughs> I am restraining myself to talk about Spider Man first. Aww. Because everyone? there there are <laughs> Hey Spider Man. Uh, what's up under Roos? Under Roos Quick with it. Yeah. Uh, so, this is all rumor, but apparently Sony registered four domain names this week for Spider-Man. And they're all strange. They're all strange. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Greatness Awaits, Spider-Man Coming of Age, and Spider-Man Suspended. I don't know. I don't know if these are 
for like a future TV series. I don't know if this is like for the cartoon because they also have the animated movie mm-hmm. that they're doing. Right. It could be video games. It could be anything. But the internet went nuts for is this the name of the Spider-Man film? And the only one that was like getting a lot of traction that people liked was Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. And I... I like Spider-Man. I've read a lot of Spider-Man. I am not as much of a Spider-Man as I think either one of you are. So I wanted to ask you, what do you guys think about all Coy's of this? making faces. I think it's a cool way to establish the tone. It just sounds stilted. I like it as a story standpoint. I don't like it as a as a title. Like I don't Homecoming, wanna, you mean? I don't want to say Spider-Man Homecoming. I don't want to say, I'm going to go see Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm going to say, you know it was really good? Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, it just doesn't work as a title. Sure. I like the idea of it as a plot device or as, like, a thing that happens in, in, it makes sense for him being young. It makes sense for him, you know, with the age they're going for. It makes sense in high school. But, like, there are so many cool Spider-Man titles. Mm-hmm. I loved the idea of them doing Amazing Spider-Man, then Spectacular Spider-Man, then Web of Spider-Man, like, going through the books. Yeah. And Amazing Spider-Man 1 had that. And then they were like, Amazing Spider-Man 2. And I was like, yeah. oh! Yeah. Like, what a waste. So I think it'd make more sense to be like, he's young, maybe, like, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man for this one. Or, like, do yeah. Sensational Spider-Man. Like, have the title reflect the tone without it sounding stilted. Or, Spider-Man like, Peter, Homecoming. Peter Parker Spider-Man. Any yeah. of that. Like, any title from the books, I think it'd be a cool idea. And for some reason, they haven't done that yet. Yeah. Uh, but Spider-Man Homecoming doesn't work for me. Uh, Spider-Man, what was it? Spider-Man Coming of Age? Greatness awaits Coming of Age and coming Suspended. Coming of Age feels like a placeholder title. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's going to be a Coming of Age story. Uh, register that just, just in case just we keep don't it, change yeah. it. Like, Spider-Man Boyhood. Like, we don't... We, Spider-Man, we, we, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Boy. It took eight years to make this picture. We just filmed we him, filmed Tom Peter. Holland, for a long time. <laughs> Tom Holland is a beard now. Uh, I just don't... It doesn't quite work for me as far as... I can picture it, and I can picture like the super young art the kind of anime style manga like Spider-Man Homecoming and I'm like that's Does adorable. Does he save mm-hmm. the dance? That's just all like, I want to know. Is Sandman there in the vacuum like the, <laughs> yeah. like the old Dicko comic? Like, yeah. like I want that tone I just don't want it in the title personally. Yeah. Uh, I won't be mad I'll just be like nah, I don't want to say it. Yeah. Um, it's also a lot of coming which is back to my white webbing fluid joke which I always have to bring up because oh. Homecoming out. coming of age Get out. I'm Get just out. saying he's uh... Get out. That's so long. <laughs> he's a teenager. Dude, James Cameron's Spider-Man script ruined me. That like, is so after long. That, so you have no idea how to talk to a woman do you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well done, Doom. Well done. Uh, no, that James Cameron Spider-Man script by, which by the way you can go watch on Geek and Sundries it, it, it's still well, up. We, like... we talk about it. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I, I, I'm, I, I, that bit of me that's like asterisk we didn't actually read the uh, mm-hmm. James Cameron one, but we talked about it. We read a different one with his name yeah. on it that's totally different. But yeah. there's so many options, there's so many titles, there's so much cool stuff. I think that they could have a better title. I, I'm curious. They registered four. None of them might be it. One of them might be it. I think Homecoming's the best of them, but I still I think, think I think Homecoming is the best of them. But I honestly don't think this is for the film. I really think this is like for a video game or for like a cartoon but series they like or something. The movie, so the animated movie would make sense, but some of the others like. Well, but I don't know that any of these are actually. I don't know that any of these things were for the movie. I don't think I that it was ever established. I thought some of the titles included like, blah 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 the movie dot com. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Homecoming was Homecoming the Spider Man Homecoming the movie. Oh my God! Really? Specifically <laughs> registered. That is the longest. that address. Type that Who's typing it. that? Who's at home like Spider Man Homecoming the movie dot com? Yeah, part Good. of it's just corporate. They need to cover in, like even if it was a TV series, they buy the movie. Just in case, so that no one else can, can buy, buy it, that. make yeah, it yeah. something else. Yeah, and you know, I, I honestly, if it is for the movie, I think it's probably um, uh, the animated movie. I don't think this mm-hmm. is the Tom Holland one, like or like this specifically. Big Tom Holland's Sony one. Justice Seymour has a good point. Uh, viral marketing. That'd be a good way to do viral marketing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. 
Yeah, so it, maybe none of those are the titles, but like that's where like it's still the, exciting. And we're talking the, about Spider-Man, movie. Yeah. yeah. And the internet went just like bananas for like, is this the name of the movie? And like, Homecoming is an actual name of a title of a Spider-Man story. Yeah, which I haven't read. What I, haven't, uh, I haven't read it either. I, I think it's it, that it's a crossover with like the Avengers, and that's why everyone was like, oh my god, this is perfect because like Tony Stark and Steve Rogers could end up being in the oh, film is it in the like regular that. continuity or is it a mm-hmm. miniseries? I think it's in the regular Okay, continuity. I just, I don't know titles of series. I've probably read it. I just, yeah. when they name it something, I'm always like, I just read the books. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm, I'm is very, it Avengers I'm, title? No, I think it's Spider-Man title. Okay. I think so. I, I can't remember exactly myself, but, uh, yeah. I'm excited we're talking about Spidey. Uh, I'm excited it's coming. I don't care what it's called. Don't I just call it Greatness Awaits. Get... <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see Spider-Man suspended either. Oh. Like, that's like, I don't want to see Spider-Man funny, Breakfast but... Club. Like, I mean, that's what they keep, they keep preaching it as. You know what? Actually, I have to take that back. Spider-Man, like, because I just read, like, the Ultimates uh, story where, like, Spider-Man, Peter Parker was trying to get out of high school to go, this is, like, way, this is, like, Ultimate Spider-Man number, like, 30 or something Mm -hmm. like that. It's way early on. Um, But I'm still trying to read through that series whenever I have time. Nice. Um, And I just read the one where he couldn't get out of school. Like, he Mm -hmm. had to leave Mary Jane to go stop the rhino, and every single time he, like, got stopped by someone, and he couldn't be like, well, I've got to go save people because I'm Spider-Man. Right, he had to, like, right. play it off. and He's then like he problems. ran, Yeah, he ran into Gwen Stacy, who was, like, crying and, like, was running away from home. And he's like, gotta be Ultimate Spider-Man is such a good title. Everyone, people tweet me all the time asking where you should start. Ultimate Spider-Man is such a great gateway into Spider-Man, and it's such a great modern telling of it. And it's, like, 100 issues. Yeah, just I mean, they're going to pull so much of that for the films. I always recommend Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, for all of those asking for comic recommendations... Start with Ultimate Spider-Man. Like it's, it's great. It's so it's so great. And it's, it's like you said, it's a perfect updating. Uh, but like, yeah, I would actually kind of that got me that much more excited for the film, seeing like him having a hard time leaving high school. Yeah, I was like, oh, that would actually. Oh, I'm be so excited for this movie. Man. Like, and Tom Holland. Why are you in class? <laughs> even if, even like, if they just yeah. call it, I want pictures of Spider-Man. I'm there, man. Like, there's no title that <laughs> give me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's move on. To, Is it time? It's time. Okay, should we it's just time for us to talk? Some space and, uh... Uh, Doctor Strange. <laughs> We're gonna talk Doctor Strange. Some giant, awesome new pictures came out this last weekend. Uh, first of all, let me say the trailer drops next Tuesday. Our teaser trailer is dropping on Jimmy Kimmel. I will not be able to do a live viewing of the trailer because I'm actually going to be at Jimmy Kimmel to watch the trailer there. Awesome! It's the coolest reason ever so, to not be able to do that. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> I actually was planning to do like a reaction video because so many of you asked. Um, I can't because I'm going to be at Kimmel and I'm not going to be like... Hold on, Jimmy. Let me set up a shot. Yeah. not be able to watch that yeah. trailer. Yeah. Kimmel, yeah. 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 But what I'm gonna what I'm gonna try and do is uh, record like a reaction video after we get out of the audience. So... I'll like because you're only gonna, gonna like, watch it. Oh once. my god! It's just, oh my god! Yeah. So, uh, so look for that next Tuesday. I think he films at four o'clock Pacific time. So sometime around five o'clock next week. Look for me to to be either dead or too excited to conform worms. I also think the second time watching it's gonna be a more realistic video because yeah. the first time is just gonna be. Yeah, the opening of our show. Yeah, so I think yeah. the second time will give yeah. it more flavor. I yeah, think you, you guys think that I was kidding at the opening of the show? No, no, no. Let's no, just no. hit like, the pictures. Wait yeah. till these pictures move. Yeah, wait until wait until the, the pictures come to life, like in Harry Potter, where you're just like, Scoo, that picture <laughs> moved. 
Uh, but so trailers next week, we're all excited for it. Um, pictures though, let's talk pictures. There's a lot. There was I, so much good stuff this week. So much good stuff, and I think there's a lot that you can unpack from these pictures. Um, so I'm gonna pull some of them up on my computer. So first of all, I want to address. Uh, well, first of all, there's this one that was like an outtake from the Entertainment Weekly one. Like, look at his hands. The, the hands the are Dicko so hands. key. Well, like he's he's doing like the pose, the right poses, but they're also like they're beat up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. I just love that. I like of course Marvel got that right. I never had a doubt that they were going to do it wrong, but just seeing it is just like they do. They did it. Oh, they did it right. It looks so good. Yeah. Um and then like I mean just like just the picture is so like gritty and textured and graphic. It's a great just a great photograph, but like oh my god. Uh but like the pictures we see Doctor Strange and Baron Mordo running through the streets of New York. Now, this late in filming Typically, films shoot out of order, but they still shoot in kind of order. So, like, even though they're shooting, like, a few scenes here and a few scenes here and a few scenes here, uh, like, oh, we've got this location, so scene one, scene 22, scene, you know, 70 are here in this location. But typically, they will shoot the last sequence, like, is one of the last things. So, I really think this is the climactic battle. Like, the streets th- of New York. In the streets of New York, yeah. I think that's what's going on here. I think that's what we're seeing. And the fact that Baron Mordo is with him still, to me, says Baron Mordo is never once an adversary in this film. They may have an adversarial relationship, but they're both protagonists. I think they're both sharing that protagonist sort of spotlight. It's a Frodo-Sam sort of thing. And I really think Baron Mordo, like I said in the Screen Junkies thing I did yesterday, uh, Baron Mordo is the um, like senior student to Doctor Strange's like freshman. Yeah. You know, so it, he's a bit of a mentor, I think. These photos ooh, sort of blew my mind because it... It really was like, oh, they're they're buds. Like, yeah. or to a certain, like you, it's just me projecting onto these photos. But like looking at them walking down the street together makes me want to be like, oh wait, no, don't be Baron Mordo, be his best friend forever. Yeah, like that's what I want to see happen, and it's gonna break my heart now as soon as this someday. And I think that's exactly like, what they're doing because like with stuff like Civil War coming out, so like Ant Man was like, oh, that's silly fun, golly. Yeah. But then you've got Civil War, it's like devastate your heart everything like, I think, gets serious like I think Marvel is going I think Marvel is going in the direction that I think Warner Brothers wants to be going with their films and I don't mean that as a slam I haven't seen Donna Justice yet I can't say anything about it I'm going this weekend but it feels like Warner Brothers like we want to do dark and gritty and I feel like Marvel is saying you know, it's time for us to be to grow we'll up a little up bit. A little. Like we're gonna we're gonna be a little bit grittier. Winter bit. Soldier started it, I think. Winter Soldier started it, but there was still humor in it. I think Doctor Strange is still gonna have humor, um, but uh, I I feel like this is gonna be a bit of a darker film too. And I think the themes in it, like with Baron Mordo, I think there's gonna be that betrayal. I think I think at the end of this film, the ancient one is like Baron Mordo. You've been a wonderful student, but Doctor. Dr. Stephen Strange has to be the Sorcerer Supreme. And I think that starts this animosity between them. I think that is at the, the, towards the end of this film. And I think that is what starts the, well, no, screw you. Like, I'm going to take you down. So I think that, oh, can we talk about this picture? I'm sorry. I just saw this. I have to talk about this picture. Look at his hands. Look <laughs> at his hands. Just look at his hands. So, uh, this is his casting symbol. This is like in all the comics. It took me a long time to get this That's down awesome. too. Um, but this is his cat. This is like how he casts spells. This is his. This is his thing. 
and he's doing that there. He's he's in mid shaping to that, and I th- I couldn't find it, but I swear there's another picture where he's actually full on doing this. I just couldn't find it, but he's doing like he's doing it here. He's got his hands down like this, like he like I I can't. It is the commitment to the physical performative nature of his powers that yes. comes through so clearly here is so incredibly cool. Yeah, I, I just like, love how much see, he looks like, like a that picture character. there. Like that mm. picture there, like you can see in his hands there too. Like he's doing this. He's do. He's doing it. <laughs> he's 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 by the vishanti. Like he is. <laughs> like it's not. It's not this. It's 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 not hook 'em horns. It's fingers close together. Pulled it. It's it's a tricky pose to do, and he's doing it. And that to me is like okay, they're getting they're like Scott Derrickson is very clearly a fan, yeah, and he is directing it, and that is, I I, I am, mm. I just love that every single shot mm. looks like Steve Ditko drew it in three D. Yeah, right. Like that that's my big because I'm I'm a big Ditko guy because of yeah, Spidey, and that's Spidey. my main connection to Doctor Strange beyond Mad Keys. Mm-hmm. Overwhelming love, the flowing of love. Uh, so Ditko for me is the only guy that ever drew Doctor Strange in my head. Like whenever I yeah. picture Doctor Strange, it's Ditko. So to see like. Every God, image. Look at that! Oh! Perfect. My Daco Strange has now been heavily supplemented by others, including like now I just see Marcos mm-hmm. Martin. What I imagine, yeah. Uh, like and so the the moment I I'm, I'm jumping ahead, but like to see Doctor Strange holding Doctor Strange the oath, uh, yeah. yeah, was such a crazy yeah. moment for me because that is the book that we hand people, and I was like, that's you holding yeah. you, it's you, yeah. you're right there. So for for all of you who always want like Doctor Strange reading recommendations, I would give you too many. Start with the oath. <laughs> Uh, my favorite Doctor Strange story is the Marvel premiere series from 3 to 10 uh, where he f- ends up fighting Shuma Garath. That's also where the Sorcerer Supreme of the Ancient One dies and that's where Stephen Strange becomes the Ancient One or the Sorcerer Supreme. Um, so, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, I also want to say I think we get our first look at the Sanctum Sanctorum, the exterior of the Sanctum Sanctorum. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, it's a tiny picture. It's all, like, it's all green. Uh, so I'm telling this to you, Doom. I think that's them running out of the sanctum or running around the sanctum. There's a picture of Stephen opening the door, uh, looking out of his door, and the it's like I think that's him walking out of uh, the sanctum sanctorum. Um, sorry that this is not in order. I apologize to you so hard right now, Doom. Uh, uh, I feel like a total jerk. But um, and by the way, everyone who's listening at home and hasn't seen any of these pictures uh, or can't see these pictures, these are all uh, on geekgirlauthority.com right now. Um, as a, uh, 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 I have every single story there with all the pictures and links and everything else. Uh, all right, I don't have them. I, uh, sorry, I, I apparently didn't send it to Doom. Sorry. Also, Chris Pacello's work right now in Doctor Strange is amazing. Oh, the current Doctor Strange book is my favorite that I've read. I haven't read the other. Yeah. But the current Doctor Strange is bananas. Yeah. No. I keep it, forgetting we have an actually perfect book going right on right now. now. So to if you're going to jump into Doctor Strange, I think right now is a good yeah, book because there are only like and, six issues in too. Yeah. By the way, so. Uh, anyway, if you want to go see that picture I'm talking about at the Sanctum, here, I'll, I'll just, it's that picture right there. Yeah. But, like, that's the front, and then the Sanctum will be, like, the green screen there. Uh, I apologize, everyone. Uh, but I'm just, I'm too excited. I'm too excited. Uh, yeah, it's that, it's that picture right there. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, we also get, like, a great close-up of the Eye of Agamotto and stuff like that. There it is. Yeah, that's Doctor. That is Doctor Strange coming out of the Sanctum Sanctorum. Yeah, he lives in a fancy place in the East Village of New York, and apparently we're keeping that, and that's amazing. 
Yeah. yeah. And it looks just like how I pictured and it, it. It looks exactly like. Can you imagine living in Greenwich Village if Doctor Strange were real and you like were walking down the street like, I'm going to go buy a hot dog. There That's what is. I do on Tuesdays. <laughs> and Doctor Strange is like, hello, I'll join you for a hot dog. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's driving me nuts that this film doesn't exist yet. Um, I don't our, know how you're gonna survive Camel Man. Like I don't, dude. I don't, I don't know. I don't picture this going. I don't know. You. It I may know not. It's gonna be very I, exciting, but so I think you know, he if may you be... explode and die, you never get to see the movie. Good point. Good point. I, I just think by right. next week he'll be banned from Kimmel for life. That's all I'm learning <laughs> about. I'm just learning right, about that. Got to wrap up. I'm so sorry, but we're gonna talk about Mads Mikkelsen real quick. Uh, uh, my theory. So cool. On so These pictures look, are look, amazing. No, I know they're so amazing. So look uh, very closely at the pictures. See that like his eyes appear to be like burning. Um, like there's like something coming from underneath his eyes, burning away at the skin, uh, chipping away at it and charring it. Like it looks dry. Like it looks like the like like a desert floor. Salt on sea face. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think that he is playing a role of this guy named Doctor Charles Binton. Um, Doctor Charles Binton is like a good guy. Like, and he and Doctor Strange, when they're they're both physicians. They're both colleagues of each other. Dr. Charles Bitten actually goes to Dr. Strange at one point for like a charitable donation. And Dr. Strange is like, you can go screw yourself. I'm keeping my money for myself. So they both kind of go their separate ways. But they are colleagues, of the, like I think, like at least in New York. Maybe the same hospital, but at least in New York. And then Dr. Charles Bitten goes off and discovers this group called the Sons of Satanish and joins their cult to gain more power for himself. Um... I think initially is benevolent, but he slowly becomes twisted by it, um, and he renames himself Asmodeus um, and summons Satanish into himself so that he can partially defeat Doctor Strange. Like I can't remember why he has beef with him, um, but he wants to defeat Doctor Strange with all this power. I think that's who we're going to have, and I say that because of the other people that are in those pictures because they have the same markings around their eyes. The people who are in the pictures with Doctor Strange are not. Doctor Strange, Ancient One students. Like I, when I initially saw those, I was like, "Oh man, is, are those like students? Like, are they all fighting together? That's awesome." But when you look closely, they're like giving like Baron Mordo and Doctor Strange like the stink eye. Like they're chasing them, and then you see like they have the same markings. Yeah. So I think that there's like that's the cult, the Sons of Satanish. I don't think they're going to do Satanish because they're not going to be like uh, Satan ish is in our movie America. Come watch oh, it. Marvel. Yeah, but I do, I do think it'll be like a cult of Dormammu, like a Sons of Dormammu, or like the cult of Dormammu, or something. And they're doing the same thing of summoning this power into themselves, which is like a big theme in a lot of the Doctor Strange stuff. Like the biggest Doctor Strange ever is the Eternity Saga, where Baron Mordo like summons the power of Dormammu into himself to take on Doctor Strange, and like they become like allies, you know, to fight Doctor Strange together. I think that's kind of what they're going to do here. I think we're going to get a loose introduction to Dormammu, and I think Baron Mordo, for the sequel, is going to be like, well, that Charles Benton guy did it. I'm stronger than him, so I'm going to do the same thing. And I think we're probably going to get something similar to the Eternity Saga in the sequel. I don't think you're wrong. an incredibly good guess, and not one I've heard anywhere. I don't don't think he's wrong. But let me also go along with that. Uh, That satisfies the two criteria that uh, Kevin Feige and producer Charles Broussard put out in Entertainment Weekly, which is he's a sorcerer on Earth who believes that the Ancient One is keeping things from Earth that shouldn't be kept from Earth, that Earth would actually be better if these things were coming at us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's a character obscure enough that no one has named it yet. Now, that's like January of this year that that, that was said. Um, 
so who knows if it's been said and Charles Broussard is just like oh they said it <laughs> like oh they don't but but if you had to ask me my money is on Charles Benton or a character like Charles Benton yeah so uh, that's that's my guess and I hope that that's who that is uh, so and they're they're, they're done filming they're yeah done. and he's already back on Sherlock mm-hmm. season four yeah like that man is just so Working. much hutspot. He's not Working. allowed to stop. He's an international Tom treasure. Tom Hiddleston's in this season, right? <sighs> so that means we got Loki and Doctor Strange broing out in Sherlock Holmes. Oh wait, and uh, Martin Freeman. So we've also got Everett Ross. I just—that's how I get. I love seeing characters both ways, like as the actor, as this character, and then as the Marvel counterpart. Because there's yeah. so many great Marvel characters. Yeah, there's now. so many good ones. Uh, so Matt, we've got before, before yeah. we move on, yeah, uh, yeah. the folks watching at home will will appreciate this. But if you could just uh, maybe look directly at the camera. Maybe hold your hands up. <laughs> the, the, like this way? Like like that picture? Yep. I think everyone at home will appreciate what they're seeing on their screens. Right. Uh, I, I've actually... I've had some people kind of make fun of me for looking like Doctor Strange. I don't... like. I just like having a goatee because I feel like I have a really weak chin. <laughs> so I'm like, this is my way of hiding it. I, I honestly can't grow facial hair here. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. like, no, mm-hmm. I, I very little, like, it grows in, like, awful spots. It's like, oh, here's a spot of hair, and here's a spot of hair. <laughs> like, if I were to grow it, it would be like, oh, and here's my beard. Like, I'm it would just be... taking the position of not believing you. You also you woke up with this medallion around your neck. <laughs> this is so strange. I just wear a cloak because I get cold. Yeah. Your I, neck I, gets cold, so it has I, to stand up. Uh, it's I, really I, I look good in the I color can't, blue. <laughs> I can't. This is gray hair is natural. This gray hair is natural. <laughs> the world wants me to look like Doctor Strange. I can't help that. It's just, it's just it's like it's just it, lucky that you like him because otherwise you'd be doomed. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I will be doomed. Uh, so real quick on our Twitter page, uh, Colt Badeau has put up. Uh, so there are some storyboards that James Gunn released this week. Uh, it's a, it's weird. It's a weird looking storyboard. It looks like a creepy like, um, what's that? Uh, uh, Japanese. Um, like Studio Ghibli sort of character, just like, oh, just kind of sad listening to headphones. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> so I asked Colt Badeau to put that up, and uh, he's running a poll right now, uh, and Star-Lord is at 45%. But everyone go take a look at it. Um, also, uh, we've got to do very quick shout-outs because we've got to wrap up. Um, but uh, County Rebel at the Duke 95 hey, my name is Will. I always like talking with you guys, and I love the show. Today's my birthday. Anyway, can I get a shout-out? Happy birthday, Will! Oh, happy birthday, Will! I like the zeal. He doesn't yeah. know who I am. Yeah, Will's birthday. Yeah. By the Vishanti, happy birthday, Will! Uh, also, uh, Berkeley the Wise, Eva, and Merc with a mouth. You all asked me to do a, um, a live reaction, which I can't do, but I've already explained why. Um, and uh, Ernesto Santos wants us to do start doing comic recommendations for the movies coming up. We always try to do that. We're bad at that because we get so excited about the actual news. We honestly try. Like, that's one of the goals of our show every week is to do that. So we apologize we've been slipping a little bit. Uh, and uh, I think that's probably all the time. Like, I know we've got questions. I'm going to save them for next week. I'm going to give three quick iTunes shout Do it. It's only three. It. Uh, we have the Doctor 1211. He says we are the best thing. Uh, Thank you. Ian Tolland is back. And he left another five-star review. And uh, Dana Fox 24 left us two stars because they think we are too mature. And to that I say... Spider-Man Homecoming. Wait, wait, we're too ma- we're immature or too mature? Immature. Oh. Uh, so he no, can what? go watch a show without funny web puns, oh, Mr. Well, Man. What, what are we doing to so immature? I don't know. That could be my love for Deadpool. I don't know. But hey. He needs to express some rage. No, no, I'm not. I'm that not guy, can, I'm just that a guy hurt. can live his own life. I'm a he can go, oh, I wasn't hurt. I thought that was funny. 
Maybe that's immature. That hurts a little bit. <laughs> uh, but uh, Teresa Luce, uh, Mr. E. Meat Shield, uh, uh, Michael WW uh, at Who86, Zarathos Cosplay. You all ask questions. We're going to answer them next week. I apologize that we don't have time this week. Uh, oh, oh, and uh, I, a lot of people asked me where I got the art I hung up this week. I tweeted out a bunch of art that I hung at my house. Uh, Danny Haas is this incredible artist that uh, he was at WonderCon, and I bought nine of his pieces, and he's incredible, and I wanted to give him some love before I left because so many people asked. Uh, tell him I sent you. Danny Haas is awesome. All right. We've got to close. Amy, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at EnthusiAmy or YouTube.com slash Amy Dallin, where Future Girl is, or all over Geek and Sundry. Great, great. Cool. Uh, Koi. Koi, sorry. See, I, Cole ju- I literally, see just, uh, I literally uh, just saw Colt when I looked at her. I've been replaced. Uh, you can find me at Koi Jandro, C O Y J A N T R E A U. I'm sorry. No, I saw, I was like, oh, I've got to get to Colt, so oh, Koi, okay. then Colt. It's okay, Meredith, whatever you need to say. I'm going to rationalize it. Get out. Uh, uh, special thanks to our social media manager, Colt Badeau, who is our unofficial fifth chair, tweeting from the Star Jammer. Uh, you can see me on uh, 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 the Screen Junkies. I just did a thing for their Doctor Strange. They were asking me all sorts of questions with Hal and my friend Sax Carr. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes, it's Marvel Movie News, or on YouTube through the Popcorn Talk Network. Find us on Facebook or on Twitter at Marvel News PTN. Um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being here today. Hopefully thanks we'll have you back me. soon. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Beep, 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 beep. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principal. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>